Uh, hey, that might work a little bit better. Hey, everybody, welcome to uh, Speaking of Slowdown. Hopefully you didn't see that I am going bald there. I just realized that's why I never uh, am ever on camera without a hat on, to be uh, to be completely honest. I'm going bald. Uh, in my teen years, I had long jet black hair that was down in the middle of my back. It was like like a magnificent flowing mane. That still never picked up any chicks, but uh, <laughs> so um, here uh, today we've got as usual Double D, my numbers guy. How you doing, Dan? Oh, I'm doing well, uh, but things could be better. But I'm glad to be here. Good, good. Uh, I don't know why you think they could be better. We'll talk about that here when we talk about the matches. You, you sneak, you. Um, <laughs> Maple Dan is here as well from Schmoes of the North, guest co-hosting once again. How you doing, bud? Uh, not bad, not bad. It seems to be a semi-regular occurrence coming now, and uh, it's it's so great to be on this show all the time because, uh, like, you guys are great, and I'm I'm just happy to talk schmo down as much as possible. Well, thank you very much, and and uh, we love having you on the show as well. Um, and also, uh, what 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 I have to to get into my beef with Dan here in a here in a few minutes. Uh, you run that fantasy league, so I might have <laughs> voice words for you too, sir. Um, and uh, Frenchie is not here this week, but stepping in and helping out behind the scenes, producing for us here. Also from Schmoes of the North, another one of those guys. Soda is here. How's it going, bud? Uh, thanks for uh, thanks for letting me step in for for Lou. Uh, it's always fun to be on this show, uh, but this time I actually get to watch it as a spectator behind the scenes, so this is going to be awesome. Uh, you can consider me the other, other Frenchie. The other, other <laughs> Okay. <laughs> However you want to play it, man. Want to play it. Um, Honestly, I'd I'd bump him up to other Frenchie, and I'm other other Frenchie. Yeah, but I'm you the, live I'm in the Quebec. So. <laughs> True. Yeah. I don't need to know where Quebec is. Um, <laughs> what was the poutine? Canada. I just don't know where. At. Like like pretty big. <laughs> yeah, if you look at uh, New York and you go north. If you look okay. at a map of Canada, it's the, that's smart for me. It's the <laughs> one with the penis. <laughs> yeah, it's right. It's the one with the penis. It's it's like Florida. <laughs> oh, okay. It's, it's the dangler. <laughs> that should be very easy to find. Thank you very yeah. much. Um, everyone, please subscribe to this channel if you're on YouTube. If you're on the stereo, please uh, subscribe or uh, follow there as well. Um, you can do, you can do that on the on the stereo at the Jcast Network. And on Twitter, also at the Jcast Network, there's also a Facebook page, Speaking Schmodown, uh, where the shows is actually streamed there live as well and uh, put up clips throughout the week. Okay, guys, um, we got some matches to talk about. Soda? I'm going to hop out. Yep, get the hell out of here, buddy. We'll <laughs> talk to you a little bit later. Um, okay, guys, so we had some matches this week, uh, our second week of matches in – Dude, if this season is anything like this, yeah. Uh, and actually, our first match is the one, Dan, you with that shit-eating grin on your face. My Dan, double <laughs> D. Okay, so uh, Maple Dan down here runs a Schmodown uh, fantasy league for us. Uh, well, not for us, but the, I'm in the league, and so is Double D. Thank you very much for that, Dan, having a great time so far. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so this is, I had my strategy, okay? And I'll just be honest, I had my strategy. I always wanted Saul. I've always been a big fan of Saul. But 
he didn't fit into the earlier draft picks of, of my strategy. And on top of that, I had made some draft pick trades and ended up making my first four trades in the first two rounds. Therefore, I, I wasn't in like round three, four, five, six, or something like that. So right before I was going to get Saul, Double D over here sno- scoops in, swoops in rather, and scoops him up. Um, and and I later on, and I'm not complaining. I mean, I, I'm most likely going to drop him. Uh, now, but um, John Humphrey is who I ended up picking up later, who played Saul. Uh, first of all, about the match itself, dude, Saul just proved again for the second time that he has got a bright future in the Schmodown. He is going to be an inner geekdom star, um, and I can't wait till he eventually makes that transition into Star Wars. That's that's what I'm really looking forward to. Um, but, dude, what were you guys' thoughts on this match? Because Saw absolutely crushed it. Yeah, I will say that he did perform very well. And as soon as the second round was, I'm like, I'm very happy. I I'm, I'm kind of knew it was going to go. I, I kind of figured it was like, okay, this is getting in knockout territory. But I would say that he needs to improve uh, round two because I felt like I... I especially with that Spider-Man question when he had a chance to steal from John, he got confused with, because Peter was the one that got the cranberry sauce and he answered cranberry sauce. I'm like, no, it's not that. I'm like, it's either turkey or stuffing. I don't think he brought the turkey, so it's got to be stuffing. I, I did that in my head. So I think he just needs to take an extra second, look at it and kind of say, did Peter is the one that took the cranberry sauce or was it, uh, but wasn't, uh, wasn't wasn't the actual answer fruitcake? No, I think Jonathan said that. I I thought both. If I one, am correct, I thought I'm one correct. answered stuffing, one answered cranberry sauce, and the answer was fruitcake. And the thing oh. that I thought in that moment was, of course, he brought fruitcake. He's the villain. <laughs> that was your uh, first. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. I, mean, I, <laughs> I don't even remember the answer, but I kind of eliminated. I'm like, I don't think it, was, it could have been one or the other, but uh, I felt so. I'm like, if you took an extra second to realize maybe it was fruitcake, maybe it was stuffing, I don't remember, but I think he could have uh, took it out a little bit more if he had a little more time. And obviously, he came out with the, the top point with the KO, scoring me four points and costing <laughs> Jay one point. So. I have more to say about that, um, but we have a stereo comment, and also, by the way, uh, guys on stereos, you, you can keep leaving those comments. Um, I don't think, I, I'm I'm certain we won't be taking any uh, when Chance is on. We may take some uh, while, while Saul is on, though, for sure. Uh, but go ahead and leave those comments uh, and let us know, but we got one here. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Dagan. Just wanted to shout out, say, hey, really, really enjoy listening to your show every week. It's become a weekend tradition for me to tune in and really enjoy hearing all you guys talk about Schmodown. Loving the matches so far. Man, Saul is not messing around this season. That guy is hungry for that IG belt. Look out for Saul. Yes. Uh, thank you, Dagan, for, for your support. Appreciate it very much. Um uh, and, and, and he's right. Saul ain't messing around this season, but really, I mean, he wasn't messing around last season either. He, uh, he almost had Hannah. Um, 
And I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that's still, well, I know it still eats at him. I watched him on Let's Get Ready uh, Network last night. Uh, if you guys have not uh, seen that, you guys on the show and anyone listening or watching now, uh, last night on Let's Get Ready Network, they had Saul on, and it was, like Christian tweeted out today, it was absolutely amazing. It was really, really good. Um, and I can't wait till the Saul show invades here a little bit later on after we have Chance Ellison after some other stuff. But, uh, w- dude... You now, okay, Dan. Uh, I'm so I can't let this go, man, because I really wanted Saul. Um, peek behind the curtains. I tried to make a last minute trade for Saul, and by last minute, I mean it was Sunday night because you and I are both patrons. So I knew I couldn't wait until Monday or Tuesday. You know what I mean? So I was like, okay, I got it. I tried to trade. I know I tried to trade two people for him. Did I ever throw in a third? Because if I didn't, no, you only threw in two. And honestly, the only way that I was going to trade Saul away is if you gave me Alex Damon. I'm like, yeah. but you know what? I'm got Andrew Demolanta, and uh, he's uh, going to win that match. So I'm not worried. I'm not worried at all. Oof, hot takes there, Andrew Demolanta. I mean, he's a great player, but. <laughs> I I got a feeling. I got a feeling. But he, he, I, I've been talking to him behind the scenes, and uh, we're we're working on getting him on the show. He'll be on the show here. I'm I'm sure we'll probably be able to get him on uh, here sometime in March, April. Uh, I should know. April's my birthday month, and I'm looking at the, like what's after March. I got to start with January. <laughs> work my way to uh, April. We got another comment here. Let's uh, see what's going on. Harper here. Now that we're what a couple, two, three matches into the IG season. What are your collective thoughts about how this expanded field is is lining up in terms of the questions, these new categories? We're getting to see a little bit more of it. Interested to hear your thoughts. Um, well, I will say that uh, as far as me personally, my thoughts, uh, the questions have been absolutely stellar. Um, in fact, uh, I had invited Abby Friel. She wasn't able to make it to uh, come on to give some uh, give some question writer love out there and appreciation. Um, PJ Campbell, if you happen to hear this or anyone uh, knows him, uh, I'd love to have him on as well. Questions have been off the hook. One in particular, uh, I can't remember how it was worded, but um, uh, when it was talking about the uh, the what ship uh, that that Ray wanted to use to get off of Jakku, mm-hmm. and the the you know the first thought would be the Millennium Falcon because that's what they use, and you're just like if you're a fan, you're like that's an awesome ship. Of course, that's it. No, that was the garbage ship if you remember. So mm-hmm. that was that question in particular. I absolutely love that question. Um, it, it's one of those that if you aren't really thinking about it. And you don't repeat it in your head a couple times, you might just miss that. Uh, but what do you guys think about the questions so far this season? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, it was actually really good. I'm very impressed with how it's worded. I don't feel like there's any um, uh, repeat. Like you have to, you have to really think about it. But there's no uh, error in what the writers are intending for the question. It's very clear. It's very, but you still have to think about it for a second. Uh, there are a few uh, things that I think we will talk about later that I'm like, really? That they asked that in that particular time, but it's it's very small. It's very few that in between. 
I don't see that happening too much, especially with the final rounds. I feel like a two-pointer is a two-pointer. It's a very easy question. Three-pointers are a little bit harder, and fives are very, very difficult. But there is one instance where I'm like, really? That's that's a five-pointer? But mm. only one instance, though. And as for the categories themselves, as he was asking about, like, as I, I have always loved the inner geekdom division because it's the one I do best in and I'm like, I'm young enough and I've seen a lot of those like big singles movies, but I have not seen like the vast majority of them. And a lot of them I don't remember because I saw them once. I was way too young to be watching those movies. My my dad is quite a film buff himself. So he we've definitely seen a lot of the the big classics, but I don't remember all of them. But seeing a couple of these things leak into the inner geekdom and the fact that they really do fit the IG mold of a like I, I think of IG as an expansive universe that has like a very dedicated, dedicated fan base. So there are still a couple of things that could be added in in like years coming that we we will have a a particular like an IG movie isn't isn't just a sci-fi fantasy movie or a comic book movie it's right. it's expanding into like a cultural movie and I still I still want to advocate for Disney animated musicals because like it's it's such a niche huge fan base that it it is the geekiest thing you can do is love those musicals and even though it's not it's a category I would suck at. <laughs> and I definitely like the few categories that I have in my segment. I do talk about some of those added categories, and I feel like yeah, these definitely fit in IG, even though like maybe two years ago it was heavily with comic book movies and sci-fi fantasy and it's like yeah it really doesn't it wouldn't fit it doesn't fit comic books but it does fit sci-fi fantasy like Alien and Predator, Planet of the Apes, hmm. those those really fit in IG and yeah they they fit very well in that. Yeah. Um, there was one other thing I wanted to mention before we moved on to the brother Loomis, uh, and Alvarez matches, um, or match rather, um, for the life of me, it slipped right out of my, uh, my hollow head. Um, uh, <laughs> it had something to do with something. Oh, oh, the questions. Uh, I was just going to say the only, the only thing that I've seen as far as questions, uh, is the Superman question, the movie title question. Um, but that was, that was, uh, they responded to it very quickly. It was a, it was an understandable response. It was handled very well. And then really on that, on that one, the, and a lot of the calls, if not all of them, but I like to take them on a call by call basis. You know what I mean? But, um, uh, it just, uh, shit. And it just went out of my hollow head again. Um, oh no, it comes out of the managers. I'm sorry. I got so much stuff going on in my head right now. I'm thinking like two segments ahead. It's really weird. Uh, but no, it, uh, that that's on the managers. You know, we, we got a solid explanation as to why that Superman question was, was written the way it was. And that's fine. It happens human error, man. Uh, but really ultimately, 
it does come down to the uh, to the manager, and and they hold the the final challenge in their hand. Uh, I'll so also say that it's also the competitors as well. They can actually say, "Hey, I well, like the challenge." As well. Yes, so, but I mean, even if they don't yeah. say it, the manager is the one who has the final say. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I think well, with manager, yeah, with some managers, you might have to perk them up a little bit. Say, hey, I, I give them some kind of indication, yeah. red flag to say, hey, I, I think this is wrong because yeah, so, managers, I was about to I say you know, the managers are the managers are good managers, but yeah. they're managers for a reason. Yeah. And that reason mm-hmm. is because they're, they don't, and I don't, I don't want to, I'm trying to think of a, uh, there is nothing rude about what I'm trying to say, but they are not a caliber player to play if, in, in the, at the level of the schmodown. Let's just face it. There's yeah. a reason why they're managers. Can and, I, can I make a hockey analogy for a Oh, second? do it, man. Well, for one, like they're specifically managers of the team. They're not coaches. And hockey is one sport that those are very distinct, like, categories. And the the manager assembles a roster. And it's the coach that would, like, be able to understand hockey plays. General managers don't watch the game on that high a level. They just, like, they just assemble people through their scouting. And, like... It's it's hard to be both of those things at once, and it's an edge for Sam Levine, and, like, there's really not much you can do about it other than, like, through osmosis, training with your players will make you better at movie trivia and will make you be able to catch those technicalities. Yeah, but I would say that are the Shmodan managers are similar to coaches and what real sports is like i mean they have to kind of pick them up they have to kind of train them a bit and they have to study with them uh, i think even winston uh was uh training all of his members especially uh um uh, 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 chandru so i feel that you know managers in the schmodown are coaches in other sports uh, in our sports yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and actually, that will do it for that. we got to move on to Double D segment uh, called Sexy Numbers. But we will touch on the Brother Loomis and the Frankie Alvarez match on the back half of the show with Saul. We'll, uh, we'll get his opinions on that one, too, since he'll be here. Uh, he's always fun to talk to. I have a feeling he's going to slap me around a little bit. Uh, <laughs> always a but, uh, now, everybody, Double D and his sexy, sexy numbers. Uh, what's on the agenda for today, buddy? All right, first I would like to make an announcement. Uh, we usually, uh, we, for the past few weeks, we've been doing uh, uh, leaderboard updates as well as uh, forecast updates. Uh, we're going to be limiting that to once um, a month, where the forecast will be at the beginning of the month, and we're going to review the leaderboard at the end of the month and see where my prediction, is, whether it's right or close to or accurate or wrong, and we'll review why it's right and wrong. Uh, but this week, uh, and other weeks will be like other topics, like uh, how the a person's average, a competitor's average changed the years and other topics that we will discuss to keep it more exciting and more fresh throughout the, the sh- entirety of the show. Uh, so for this week, uh, Frenchie uh, asked me behind the scenes, uh, since because of last week, we did the uh, categories, how frequent a category appeared 
for the last three years uh, in each division. And he asked me, is like, are there any categories that are surface level, like very like easy questions that you can be asked in a specific category left? Now, with singles, you really can't do that because the frequency of the change of categories happens too frequently. Uh, same thing with teams, uh, and there's some categories that don't even get mentioned anymore. So it's very difficult to get surface level questions from those categories. Star Wars, same problem because it's such a deep dive right off the bat that you really have to know your Star Wars in order to answer these questions. But IG is in that Goldilocks zone where it's been around for long enough and have a consistent amount of categories where we can actually and kind of interpret the data a little bit to form this uh, to answer this question. So let's bring up the, the graphic. Now, last week we said that Wizarding World, which is Harry Potter and the Fantastic Beasts franchise, they appear the most. So obviously those movies are going to be very on the high end of deep dive. You really know your really have to know your Harry Potter uh, movies in, and the Fantastic Beast movies in order to answer these questions, and I think that makes sense. Uh, MCU and Marvel have been combined uh, this season because there's influx of new categories this season. So MCU and Marvel movies are combined, so those are going to be very deep dive as well. Uh, same thing with I think DCU and DC films. Uh, and Middle Earth, yeah, you you got to know your uh, Middle Earth if you're going to uh, get that category. Uh, the other categories that I have listed here is movie release dates, who set it, scores and soundtracks. Those are very specific uh, categories, and you got to know those really are deep dive. I, I, those are probably some of the toughest ones, and that's why they don't appear as much, because people try to avoid it. Now, the next category that's on the far left Alien versus Predator, Planet of the Apes, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Transformers. These are new categories that haven't appeared yet in IG. We did see Planet of the Apes appear last night with Chance Ellison versus um, uh, Brendan Meyer. And if you've seen the movies, they were really easy to answer, if you've seen it. I will say that you have to see the movies in order to answer it, and you can kind of figure out if you go to multiple choice. So I feel that, you know, Alien vs. Predator, uh, those movies, Alien vs. Predator, Planet of the Apes, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies, and Transformer movies, and others like that, where there are specific franchises, very narrow uh, categories, uh, for, uh, very specific uh, franchises, uh, and they're newer, those are going to be the categories that you're going to be looking for. So uh, we can take that down now. I'll just, so if, if you are a, a competitor, in this division and you are in, in any division if you are looking for surface level questions your best bet is probably looking for newer categories that are very specific franchises such as Annie versus Predator Transformers and Teenage Mutant Turtles because they haven't been introduced yet so what are your thoughts uh Maple Dan on this well mostly I wanted to bring up that like Yes, the Planet of the Apes movie questions were like on the easier side, but it was also rolling that category in the singles division rather than the IG one. And we saw that earlier in singles with a Middle Earth slice being rolled. And that was relatively the same thing was just 
Like I found it very difficult, but like well, like I I found one of the questions to be very difficult. But having watched those movies many times, I I happen to know the answers to most of the okay. others. So it's just it's kind of a a thing. And Ben Goddard also mentioned he would have loved to get a Middle Earth in singles because those questions are for the fans of the series and for any IG player very easy to hit. So like those those categories are going to be immense like strengths for IG specific players in the singles sure. division more than I think they will be in the IG. Very good point. Uh because I mean I haven't seen uh, the Middle Earth franchise in a while and I mean I like them but they're it's not like I'm like reading all the books and mm. like, like I'm, I'm with Harry Potter. So it, it, you're probably right. Uh, so maybe that will be a bit advantage in singles. Like if you're a Harry Potter fan and Harry Wizarding World appears in singles or teens, maybe there will be several <laughs> questions there too. So it, it's really depends on what questions get asked. But I feel that if they are going to be asked and it has been around for a while, it's going to be a deep dive. Uh, you have to know your stuff. But, I, that, I mean, we'll just have to wait and see. This is just what I – this is – with strategic with, uh, st statistics, we never prove anything. We just see, see things as likely. So it, it may be true, but it's also possible that it's not true. Hmm. And also there's the figure of, like, they keep adding just as many categories to the singles division. Soon we're going to have so many of those, like with the new amount of new ones they added this year, you can always do like a Ben Bateman thing of picking a couple of slices and really nailing them down and pulling them out as surprises. And I'd love to see that start to happen in the IG a little bit with these introductions of new franchises and like the swashbuckling adventure slice is a great example of that yes. like just them being able to kind of find a new niche and you you can pick up that category and it's not it's more than five movies which every ig competitor is watching the tmnt series because yes. it's small it's a subset of movies you study that and you ace those questions. Yeah, exactly. But Swashbuckling Adventure is a bit of a larger beast to tackle all at once. But mm -hmm. if you're already a fan of one of the series, you just need to watch the other one. And sure. it, I'd, I'd love to see some, some more competitive edges come out in the Aichi this year. And I, I think they will. Yeah, and uh, we actually do have a lot of categories in singles and teams as of right now. Of course, some of them have been remote retired, but when I was compiling the list last week, I mean, it was like a mile long. Mm -hmm. I had to actually combine like all the decades together. I had to combine individual actresses together, all the individual actors together, individual mm. directors together. And those were the top uh, five in both teams and singles. So it, it, it's, and there's a lot of, um, actors and actresses and directors to pull questions from. And that could be, you could look at IMDb and their list of mm. talks. So you're increasing your range as well for those categories. So, and now, 
And now they've started to like mix up the round one categories as well yeah. on a consistent basis. So you can't even do what Sam Levine did back in the day and really study your weakness in animated, knowing that there's always a, an animated question coming up. Now, I mean, that, now we've got. I did see that improve that that change, and I'm like, yeah, there's always an anime, there's always a mixed bag, there's always comedies. It's like, mm. yeah, it's kind of repetitions at this point, but they are mixing it up, and I like that. Yeah, I I can't wait to see what they pull up in in future segments because uh, some of them have been real real great questions. Yeah. 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 Are you back, Jack? I made the decision to come back. Huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, back, well, I mean, I had to say something because, uh, dude, yeah, hella, hella good job to the question writers this season. For real, man. I've been, like, for real, man. Um, and that's not to say that the questions have ever been bad or poor or anything like that. But, I mean, this is like when, when Christian calls the movie trivia showdown elite movie trivia – this is what makes it elite. This is one of the things that makes it elite is the question writing. It's amazing. Um, yeah, but thank you. Thank you. Double D it's two Dan's. It's really weird. <laughs> um, thank you. Double D for that. Um, we're actually going to get into some, uh, some Shmominati talk now before our guest chance Ellison arrives. Um, uh, and there we go. There we go. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> back. Um, okay, so I meant to bring up this graphic uh, uh, or upload it again so I could bring it up again, but I uh, honestly, I forgot. Um, but I did a few weeks ago, Maple Dan, you were here, uh, from the, the last scene from the, uh, what was the spectacular, um, and there were handprints on the wall behind uh, Andrew Guy. And we, we got into this whole Shmominati discussion. Well, we got another scene uh, of Andrew Guy Apparently, he has gone somewhere and woken up in the past because uh, he, he for some reason, thinks that Team Action is on their way to do some damage in the Schmodown. Um, uh, but, Double D, I know you had said last time that you had, you had looked really carefully at some stuff. Did you, did, how carefully did you examine this scene? Did you spot anything? Do you have any new theories? Uh, well, I, I have a difference in opinion. I think someone rebooted him uh, to factory setting. That's what I think. <laughs> so where he's back to his factory, where he's built to his factory settings. We're like, yeah, we're going to, team action's going to be uh, the best. Where's the belt, baby? Uh, that That's my, my take on it. Uh, but I didn't have enough time to actually analyze it fully because I started a new job. So it was very difficult to look at it with a, ma a magnifying glass. But uh, that's my take on that, is that someone just re pressed the reboot, starting on uh, Andrew Guy, and we're back to wh whatever year he was at. So, Yeah, and, and also, by the way, uh, our stereo listeners, uh, thank you very much. Leave us your comments right now, especially. Uh, let us know your thoughts on the Shmominati. Who's behind it? Uh, anything you've noticed, Easter eggs, clues, anything. This is all very interesting to me. I know it's not going to happen, but I don't know. Part of me really wants Mark Ellis to be the head of the Shmominati. That would be really cool, man. That I, really find, I find it very weird that a couple of seasons ago, we've had, we've, we're had we having a same, similar storyline 
from seasons past where Christian doesn't read the fine print and someone is his new boss. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm, and it just made me feel weird that when we had Winston on here, he said, we had a chance to draft that. I'm like, and I, I'm not saying that this is what's going to happen. I'm just saying it's weird that we're seeing this repetition of storylines. And now that Grace is. But gone, that's a wrestling thing. Like every couple of years, you get a repetition wow. of the same storylines. Okay. It's, all right. it's curious. Be a hint that Thad is behind it all. It's curious <laughs> that you bring up Thad because. You said rebooting him to factory settings, but that that would have been their match against the Night Sisters, not their match against Team Trek. Their their match against Team Trek came just after a win against the Deep Cuts, the team of Thad Williams and Aaron Wilhelm. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> uh, real quick, we got a, a stereo comment here. Let's see what's going on, what, what uh, they think. So Andrew Guy is one of the few players in the league that seems like he's declined in play and knowledge over the years. He seems like he got worse and worse. Uh, so th- is this the Shmominati's way to revert Guy back to his 2017 self? The the Andrew Guy that beat Dan Merle, you know, the Andrew Guy that competed for the team's belts. Is this their way of trying to turn Andrew Guy into a threat by making him back to his 2017 self kind of a weird theory mm. maybe any anything is possible yeah. Dan, double d now when you say they rebooted him are you trying to say that you think he's an actual uh robot hey i could be a robot for all i know yeah it's, it's like it's like it's like a toy story 3 where it's like toy story 3 where they reset buzz lightyear right right um now now okay I kept watching this after the seeing the hands on the wall uh, in, in the the one scene. Now I'm looking at all at everything. I'm looking at the bottle of alcohol that's on his nightstand. I'm looking at. I'm just trying to see or notice anything. Uh, I didn't notice anything that I can connect to anything else. But that's mainly because I'm not the most knowledgeable. Oh, uh, I'm trying to remember. Someone posted something on the Facebook page. Where uh, Andrew Guy was, uh, Ben Bateman was like, Where have you been? And Andrew was like, Where have you been? Oh, shut up. Or so, so, so he said something like that. And I, I think that's very suspicious. Like, maybe, uh, I feel like that that's a clue somewhere. I feel like someone is trying to signal us. I, 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 I want to throw, I want to give a shout out to the line Where's your mask? Why does everyone keep asking me that? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> that's why I said someone rebooted him because. In 2017, we weren't in a pandemic, so it makes more sense. Or yeah, yeah. they they are clearly trying to get rid of because he did find out who was behind everything, and he mm-hmm. was about to reveal it before he was captured. Yeah. So they definitely re- like were removing his memories, but that's not like an exact science or anything. So I don't know if they were. St- if it's intentional that they set him back so far, or if they were just trying to take out the knowledge of the Shmominati, or uh, maybe it's something the, like uh, the even scarier thing—they uh, zapped his brain and it just went too far back. And 
was just like, oops, we made a mistake. Well, the we, even scarier thing is that it started way back sometime right after the point in which he is reverted to. And there of like maybe they were forming through that whole like series of events that happened through anarchy and all of that. And we they had to send him all the way back because maybe he's been digging for years. We we don't know maybe. what mission Andrew's been on this whole time. Uh, what do you think about this Ellis being the leader and working with Grace? I, I was wondering if, if maybe Skybound was behind all of this. One, he was abducted at the Skybound building. Two, mm-hmm. these guys now come in and, and, are, oh. are, and are trying to make these moves, uh, removing Christian at least from a little bit. Uh, maybe not removing his power, but putting someone more powerful over him that can that can dictate to him what, what is going to happen and not. I, 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 I think it's more likely that Skybound is a pawn in this than they are behind it. Well, I'm, I'm kind of wanting to go and we got to, I'm going to take stereo here real quick, but, uh, uh, I kind of want to think maybe when Christian got in and they joined forces, Skybound got that greedy, like, man, we really like this. We see a lot of potential with this. Let's just take this from Christian and make it our own. Uh, I don't know, man. We'll see, but uh, let's see uh, what this stereo comment thinks. Do you guys think what's happening with grace is somehow connected to the Shmominati? Mm -hmm. I see that theory going around uh, a little bit, and I'm not so sure. I think the Grace thing is separate from the Shmominati, but uh, it's an interesting thought. Maple Dam? I don't know. Uh, I just looked up Skybound here and found out that their their name is Skybound Entertainment. Skybound Ent Sky and Skynet. Oh, oh my god. That's a little bit of a leap. They're taking over, guys. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think that I mean, it could be a red herring, but at this time I'd be double thinking myself. Well, I really do think that Grace is working with this Shmominati. I mean, she was working with the Lions Den, the, and we've seen how that, uh, we just see how destructive they were uh, back in the heyday. So I think that that was the cue, like, yeah, a mysterious group. Yeah, what what other mysterious group has there been in the Shmominati other than the Shmominati? So I feel that, yes, Grace is part of the Shmominati, or at least working with them, maybe being used as a pawn to kind of for Harlock, uh, like a monkey wrench in the works. But um, we're just going to have to wait and see how this is going to unfold. I wonder, okay, I'm a little curious to how, what Ryan means by this, because I am a wrestling fan. I live uh, WCW uh, uh, versus WWF. I'm wondering what he means by this. Is this like invasion angle WCW? Like... Like, well, WWF ended up, if, if I'm correct, if I remember this correctly, WWF and the WCW started, uh, they were fighting each other yeah, for yeah. and all that. They ended up having, like, some people left uh, one and went to the other, vice versa. Yeah. In the end, I'm pretty sure WWF bought out WCW. Yeah. They merged and started WWE. That is all 100%. Correct, but then when they started doing the invasion angle, they had WCW. Well, the lesser stars of WCW come in, and then they had people that were in that had were moles of the WWF camp that switched over to the WCW. That's more what I'm wondering is if it's in that vein that he is referring to. I'm not sure, but I, I would love to see something like that where there is mm-hmm. a rival league like that. You know what I mean? That storyline would be great, but I think now is too soon to start introducing that. 
Because you don't have a rival league. You need to build one up first, wouldn't you? What if it's just yeah. one faction? What like if it's, one fa- what if it's oh, a it's faction really that is splintering from its manager oh. and trying to replace them with somebody I, else? Here, no, no, no. Here's <laughs> a thought. It's Brad. <laughs> I was just thinking that. I was, I was with FCL. That. Yeah. It's, it, that's what I was about to say, oh. is that the first uh, class league is another is another family. Yeah. That, Oh my gosh! Wow. But here's another thing. Here's another thought. Remember Brianne Chandler when she came up with a list of all the people who were gonna sign sign on? They were gonna leave if uh, uh, Thad didn't remove Mike or whatever. Yeah. What if that's also part of this? Maybe. That's going back a ways, but maybe. I know, but it's like planting the seeds. Yeah. Who knows? So what if we combine these and we've got Skybound is in on it, Grace is in on it. Um, uh, uh, Thad is in on it. Ellis is in on it. And then if a faction is in on it, uh, I, I'm not saying this just because, uh, our guest is in this faction, but corruption would be the faction that I would imagine would, uh, I mean, it's in the title corruption. They want, they want to start shit and, and stir the pot. I don't know. Uh, what other faction other than corruption do you, could, could it be? Chandra's new faction taking over. Yeah, I was. Oh, that's what I was getting at when I was oh. saying a faction that is trying to replace its manager currently, and it's just gonna be Skybound invading, or you know, Shmomanati invading, maybe, or whatever. Have but you. but this or is what Grace. Ryan. This is Grace what Ryan meant with the WCW choose. thing. <laughs> so it, it it would be the invasion angle. Were yeah, so it'd be invasion WCW where all of them are technically WWF, but you have one side Shmomanati, oh. one side gotcha. Yeah, that it would be, be fun. It would be fun. Yeah. Between okay, so of all the people that we've mentioned that could be behind it, who do you guys uh think it should be, or like who do you want it to be? Like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of favoring the Mark Ellis angle, dude. That really sounds cool and interesting to me. It it does, but after talking a little bit about Gilmore, after hearing Harloff say multiple times he thinks that the guy who should replace him is Gilmore, I think this is the great best way to actually do that. Hmm. Yeah, I, I'm kind Ellis of saying yeah. yeah. What if El- What if Ellis is behind it all and he recruited Gilmore? Maybe doing it so that he and Gilmore can run the show. Yeah, more than one hand, more than one cook in the kitchen. I mean, anything is possible. Hmm. Yeah, uh, just it being a an Illuminati esque. Whether we're talking like the real life version or the like Tony Stark comic, it it's always a group of individuals that we're talking about. So. True. We we are always looking for the head, but maybe we're not we're not casting a wide enough net. And I I do believe there's the potential for multiple people to be the Shmominati that we're mm-hmm. all talking okay. about. You want to cast a wide net? I'm about to cast a wide net here. We got like one minute left before we bring in <laughs> Chance. And, uh, played a great match, great match yesterday. Um. Do we think that Finstock, uh, Bobby Gucci, could pull something like this off? I mean, you said cast the net wide. I don't have much faith in the guy to do anything that, that matters in the showdown, to be honest with you. But, I mean, what do we? Th- is it possible he could have uh, have something to do with it or be the mastermind? 
He's Maybe. probably taking credit for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe his mask. Yeah, oh, like the the Finstock mask, mask is sentient, and it just whoever's wearing the mask is the Bro, I, I, That's a better angle. Great way to bring back Finn Draco. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, guys, that's going to do it for our Schmominati talk. Um, we're we're definitely going to have discussions about this more as the season progresses and we see more stories uh, about it. Uh, but uh, Soda, thank you very much. Uh, for joining us for that conversation. And uh, now, everybody, we have got Chance Ellison from Corruption, uh, who's going to join us. Um, oh, there we go. Hey, what's hey, up? Hey, how you doing? Hey, hey, good to be here. Um, now, now, because you heard the tail end of that discussion, I, I want to ask you, um, and, and it's, it's obviously uh, half-jokingly, um, but is Corruption – is a whole in some way involved in the Shmominati? I will neither confirm nor deny involvement in the Shmominati. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> I like it. I like it. How you doing, Chance? Thanks for your time. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, how you feeling today after that match that dropped yesterday? I feel great, man. If if it, yeah, it feels great to have that out in public now. Yeah. 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 Um. I, I want to ask a question that really – I want to get us started just because uh, – or and ask a question that doesn't really have to do with the match from last night. Um, it was a great match, and we talked about that. But I was just curious because uh, you're in a team uh, with uh, with Kalinowski, and you guys want at Shazam, I'm sure, pretty damn bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but as of now, there aren't any official teams that have been announced that I'm aware of. But have you looked at the faction rosters, and are there any potential teams that that you uh, that you think that you guys might need to be on the lookout for this season? I mean, yeah, there's the they're the obvious ones. You know, you have Liz and Ethan, you have uh, Bateman and Murrow, probably going to be the dungeon team. Uh, Fifth is going to be an interesting one because they have like a circuit. They have like three people, any two of which could be a solid team. But yeah, that's you know, that's, that's not that's not our control not in our decision so we've got to be ready for we gotta be ready for anything yeah for sure um what is it what is it like uh and not detailed but like uh maybe uh a vibe but like what is it like after uh you've played the match and it's it's you shannon and mike uh on, on a call i would imagine you shoot the you shoot the <laughs> bowl for a little bit and celebrate what is that feeling like because you all three have such uh, such explosive personalities uh, when you, especially when you win, it shows very much. Uh, I just can imagine the dogs are barking and there's some music jamming and y'all are having a party. Uh, <laughs> oh, what's yeah. it like for you guys? I mean, it's part party, part also like business meeting because you know we 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 we, t- we take these matches like a couple on a day, so you know we look over the notes, we see you know what's going on, what we need to fix, what we need to change in order to like you know stop you know you know like if we, if we win or lose, like why we, why do we win, why do we lose, what are we good at. You know, but we, you know, it is more of a laxed space after day shooting after we won a couple. That's great. All right. So, uh, Chance, uh, with corruption, it's been established for many years now, uh, but we've had multiple managers managing corruption. Uh, with Shannon being the person that's managing now, what did you learn from uh, Grace and Ken when they managed corruption? How to talk. That's exactly how, how I learned uh, what I learned from Grace and Ken. Uh, Ken actually taught me a lot of really in- important things to about like you know just like cu- like cutting um, that I I haven't forgotten 
Like anything he's told me, I've never forgotten in what I do right now. Um, but yeah, that was it. They were really like, and I must say, I love Grace and Ken, but like they were, they're more like figureheads. Where Shannon and she's a she's a manager, she's a coach, and she's like putting out putting out. She's working for her team, which is that's basically what managers have to do right now because you know, like this is basically evolved into a team sport. This isn't an individual thing anymore. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess I'll I'll ask like um kind of looking at your road to a singles belt. Mm-hmm. Uh you've you've now like corrected your record, brought it back to 500. Uh you're you're going to be pushed towards that road very shortly if you keep winning matches. Right. Um I I keep wondering, like, do you go for the triple threat, or do you wait for Adam to possibly lose the belt if he ever does, and just take a revenge match for him? It's it's been on my mind a lot lately, and I just wanted to ask somebody who might be doing it this year. I don't, I don't know. That's a tough one because the triple threat sounds enticing. I would love to participate mm. in triple threat, which I don't. Th- I don't th- have we had one of those since? Oh, last, last one. Was, last one was a. Dan Ben Dan Yeah, that was yeah, that was the last one we had of those in recent memory. Um, but yeah, looking at my options for that, I'm not sure because I also gotta think about points because I think that I can't just I can't just take on Adam as a whole. I gotta gotta bring in someone else to to even it up. <laughs> um I think depending on like whether I'm my, my, say I get a shot, depending on whether or not that expired. I'd probably be inclined to use it more quickly. So, like, if, if, if say I had the title shot and I had no expiration date, <laughs> then I'm just going to, like, sit back, let Adam do his thing, and then if he, if he loses, then I'm just going to take, take it right back for him. Mm. Um, but if it does, like, you have, like, a year to use this, like, at the end like at the end of that year, whoever has that belt, I'm taking him on. I don't care who it is. Well, that's the way to be, man. <laughs> and also, there's nothing else you can do about it. You yeah. can't other people's gameplay but uh um god dude i had that issue i had earlier date double d uh, i <clears throat> went right in and out of my head what i was about to say you need to write it down and put it up in heaven oh i know i know um i'm kind of starstruck man i've been a fan of yours for a while um thank you okay oh i just re- i remembered everybody i remember what i was gonna ask you i've been calling for a, a three-way teams match for a long time i think it would Ooh. be extremely fun um, now, obviously, the only team, uh, the only two teams I'm aware of, we know of for sure, is uh, you and Kalinowski and uh, Shazam. So, but I want to ask if there were a three way teams match of all of the teams in the history of Schmodown, uh, what other two teams would you want you and Kalinowski to play? Patriots above the line. Patriots mm-hmm. and above the line. Yeah, uh, because is there any I. Reason? Because I think Mike and I are better than both of them. And I think. I would love a chance to show out against both of them. Okay, so you just you didn't put the Shire Wolves in because they're we've actually already, already better them. than both of those teams too. Yeah, we've, we've already beaten I them. I think I can actually prove you right, Chance. Uh, we did a uh, bell graph of all the teams, uh, and let's see. I, uh, yeah, you are you and corruption. Corruption is at the second has the highest second average. Uh, and the Patriots are, uh, well, Patriots are the 11th and above the line 
is 16th. So yeah, you're number you and Mike are number two. I mean, if, if you're if you're looking at like three great teams of all time, the the big three, we've already beaten the Shire. We've already beaten one of them. They'll be the other two. They're not teams anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I would I would love for them to come back and show them that we are the greatest team of all time. Oh yeah, maybe get some exhibition matches, some uh, throwback teams come back, some throwback players come yeah. back, some exhibition matches. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. I I'd, I'd to- I'd totally do uh, like a throwback exhibition. Oh yeah. If, if those were the exhibitions one season coming up, just like legacy games, and you get to see like the schmoes come back, you could watch like team action, play team champs. Who knows? Like uh, that, that would be champs, pretty fun. That's a throwback. Oh, that's, that's, that's <laughs> way back. All right. So my second question is: is um, obviously you did kind of struggle with that five with that five pointer, even though when you were going against Bits, I picked you to win. That was my last article on Trivia SD that you were going to win against Bits. Um, oh, you're the guy. Anything you would gonna? Is there anything you would change about that final round to give you a little bit of a strategy going forward in that final not really, round? Not really. Most most matches I, go, I lose, I'm going into the final round leading or at least tied. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, I think right. I think like all the matches I've lost, the only one I was down going into the th- last round was Bibbs. Not not, not Bibbs, Irwin. Irwin was the only time I've been down going into the final round. Yeah, and with round with round three, it's, it's not really like, you can't really like, sh- like strategize it. You just have to like pick something, and you just pick something, cross your fingers, and hope you know it. Hmm. Can I offer like a what I was thinking about this? Like, let's say you choose your numbers; those are your numbers. You can't change them, but the announcers on the desk announces those categories to you and you choose the order of those uh, numbers, those questions uh, that you're given to. That'd be interesting. So, so like, so like say like I pick three numbers and like, okay, your categories are, are like, uh, let's say, fantasy sci-fi, uh, sci-fi release dates in classics. And yeah. I pick like, okay, I want this for my two, this for my three, this for my five. Right. Yeah. That's what you're getting at. Yeah, I, think I, think that'd be interesting. I think that'd be interesting. Um, I think that would change the outcome of a lot of games. Yeah. <laughs> so that it would change mm-hmm. the outcome of a lot of games. And but... I think it wouldn't be quite manageable in the team's format because of the way you need to pick which person is taking the two, not yeah. knowing the three yet. But if you if you got to choose all of them, you're just like, all yeah. right, best, best category for chance. It takes, it takes, it takes a lot Mike. of... Exactly. And it takes, it takes a lot of the randomness. Up. But it add that element of like... Say say you pick like a category, like a, a category that you're like you're really good at for your five, and you end up and you it's like oh this is something I've never even heard of. Oh, this is, this is, this is a bad move. Um, but yeah, I mean it does add an element of the strategy. But I like I like the randomness of it. I oh. think it's a, I think it's a really appealing element. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be opposed to changing it up, but I do like the randomness of it. Okay. Um, I was curious also uh, with this huge huge pool of rookies that we've got this season. Uh, is there any rookie in particular, or a couple, two or three, that you're just that you really want to have a go at in a match? Rookies, I want rookies. I want to take down. I mean, no one jumps to mind immediately. I mean, if I want, if I want to go and smack around the fan league four, I'll go do it to show them who the real boss is. Uh, let's see. I'll t- I'll take on anybody. The Finsocker James has. <laughs> you like you you really you really you really impressed by that rat impressed by your rookie class? Then with me. <laughs> I'll show almost what. Um, anybody else? I'm trying to think, like, what are the like, big shot rookies people got? Uh, none, none, that come, none that come to mind immediately, but yeah, I mean, this rookie test is going to be 
it's it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. I'm ready, I'm ready to see what these guys got. Yeah, um, <laughs> I was highly impressed with Marie Wilson's match last week, yeah. and uh, she was she maybe may the better player lost that day, but she she played well. Yeah, yeah. Well, for for first getting some first looks at rookies, man. I mean, I I, I don't. The only reason I and, and doubting them isn't the right word. Yeah, I said it, Peggy. What you want? Come at me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, you know, I I don't know what what these rookies have done. I don't follow fan leagues closely. I don't follow Dragon Con. I know because like Mar- Mara and I, like, my friends of Mara, he's in my fantasy league, my fantasy basketball league, and I'm being his ass right now. So I can I can tell even if I never play my IFG, I'm still being in fantasy basketball. So that's cool. <laughs> um, uh, I know Peggy. I didn't know. I don't know Jacoby and Christy very well, but uh, they they both seem like really. They both seem really cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is as far as like fan league players go. I mean, you you've you've seen what we can do. And now yeah. there's like there's roughly around I think because before like it was just me. Okay, so there's another about double. So there's like nine now between the five that are already established and then these new four coming in. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's they're. It's gonna be interesting to see like how if there's any like bust because like finally right now I think I mean even though they haven't like achieved everything they can achieve in this league yet I, I would still say like five for five, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm blunt. I can't forget about Blunt. I'm like my faction. I was just thinking of the family before. I'm sorry. I don't think Blunt is competition because you know he's a teammate. <laughs> I I was actually about to bring him up because I just thought of the fact that Corruption has both the first fan leaguer to come up to the Schmodown and now with Jacob Blunden, like the person who made the first fan league, <laughs> which sure. is kind of like an interesting move around. Um. Yeah, I, 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 hate that. I hate that. I had I had a whole dude. I had questions written out, and they're on my other computer. Does me no good. Uh, but not. Uh, but uh, take us back to that match, if you could. Uh, the other night, last night. Um, yeah. Were there were there any questions that you had a hard time with that uh, you you struggled to find the answer for? I don't know what I was thinking about with Bruce's million. I guess like I guess I just didn't. I didn't like process the year in my head because like i've heard i've heard of that movie like if you, if you give me the plot of give me the plot of the movie and i'm just and it's like okay who's like what is this movie what is this movie called and give me the actor i'd be like oh yeah British millions but i just I, for some reason like the opposite that just like like the i've never seen that film i just and i never i don't know why chris farley hopped in my mind but i guess maybe i was thinking i guess like time was in the back of my head and thinking that maybe it's one maybe it was one of the ones he did like later in life that was like obscure like very similar to that but um, yeah, that that was the, that's the one, and also the release date's one, which but that was one I was literally thinking about changing. Like I, I'm like I had 2006 written down. Like usually got my first instincts, like 2006. And then at the time was one day I'm like, no wait, this is this isn't right. It's 2000, it's 2004, isn't it? Uh, but yeah, that's really the only two questions that I, I thought that I'm like I'm like okay, yeah, those are tough. But if I maybe took another second to think about it, I might I might have gotten it. What was the point in the match where you realized, or at least in your head, you it, it was like, man, I got this. Like, uh, for sure, I won this thing. I, I don't believe in a sure thing in this league okay. because I've, I've had several matches where, like, I'm, I'm, I'm taking the task and I, I still end up losing. But I feel like a turning point for me was when he whiffed that Oscar question with two points. Even though I didn't steal, that's two points off the board that he didn't get. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which, 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 was, which was a big thing. Like, what, what, player like brandon you take everything you can get yeah 
I, I, I like him a lot. Um, the only, the only thing that I would say about him that, uh, that I think hinders him is he, he gets a little too down on himself and flustered, uh, when he gets questions wrong, you can just tell he's beating himself up. And I think, I think he lets that affect him a little bit too much. But I mean, as someone who's never, ever spoken to him and only knows him through watching him in his matches, I could be completely wrong. But I, I, I think he beats himself up a little bit too much. No, he does. Like I know, I've known Brendan for I've known Brendan for years at this point, and I think that uh, he's a player who, like, when, when he like he knows when he gets something right, but it's, it's the thing that gets wrong. And I'm the same way. It's when you get a question wrong. That's what sticks out in your mind. And so when he gets something like, and when he gets something wrong that you know you knew, it's even worse. Especially like well, on that two points deal, like I like I'm confident he would have had multiple choice because I would have had multiple choice because I just was not thinking. I was I was I don't know I was thinking like way too close together. I was trying to like run through the nominees of the past like, well <laughs> like like every year's nominees trying to think like no no no. And then I just I I I was because I gave up and I gave up and I was like yeah this isn't worth the effort. I'm not gonna burn a repeat on this because it doesn't matter. So <laughs> I'll just I'll just I'll just burn the points. It's fine. Yeah. All right. So one question that I wanted though from last night's match. Uh, were you stalling on that last question, or did you know? You know, the funny, th- you know, the funny thing is, like when, I, when that first qu- when that question just got asked to me, my immediate thought was, "Oh, Antonio Banderas." I'm just like, "Wait a minute, that's what is that too easy?" Because I started thinking, <laughs> I started thinking, is is it Stephen Ray who's also part of that coven in the movie? Because I, 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 I love that film. I haven't seen it in a, a while, but I'm just like, oh my. God. Okay, this has to be Tony Madera's, but like, why is Stephen Ray popping into my head? Yeah, I'm just like, you know I what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go. The same just, way, I'm like, yeah. it's Antonio Banderas, and yeah. then you like repeat the question. Why is it's Antonio <laughs> Banderas? So I was just wondering if you were actually slowing, but I, I could tell, like, yeah, that sounds a little too easy, but I just wanted to know. But like, it, it's it's so easy, you can throw yourself out of it. Yeah. Mm. That that was the moment that I was like, okay, I think Chance has actually won this match. Um, like when I heard Interview with a Vampire, I don't know, like maybe I heard you mention liking the movie someplace else, but I was just like, okay, he's got this actually. And I I was super happy to see you actually finally like get over that yeah. whatever it is, like well, we'll maybe call it the yips, but I um, I wouldn't call it that because I think you're one of the most consistent players in the game, and it's just a matter of number of matches before you get there, and it's it's so great to see like a reward for all of that hard work. Um, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm gonna, let's see. <laughs> You're, like, you're right. I think, it's, I think the first like five point I've, I've tracked my. I think the first five point I've answered correctly in like two years, and at least in singles. Cause I've, I've answered a ton right in teams, but I've never like as far as singles goes. I haven't answered a five right since Janine in New York. Hmm. Mm, interesting. Uh, did you know that stat? Double D. Don't answer that. Um. Uh, uh. We got we got another minute here. I got one last question for you, Chance. Um. And dude, I'm I'm seriously having a problem. I don't know what it is today. Everything's going smooth except just I keep my memory keeps going in and out. Um, oh my gosh, terrible, terrible radio. I I sincerely apologize. <laughs> um, somebody say something real quick. Yeah, I've got a question actually. Uh, right. 
because it is uh, Women's Month this month anyway, we can talk about uh, the three sophomores in your team. We got Marisol McKee, Clee Wiggins, and Claudia Dolph. Uh, can you give us some insight? Like, I don't know if they've got matches lined up or anything, but who's who's really on on fire this year? Who's who's ready to come out? Definitely Marisol. I mean, we've been, we've been working with her like nonstop for since she, even before she got drafted. We, knew, we always knew we were gonna make a play to get her back. Um, but yeah, she's someone who she's just massively impressed me. And even like Clay and Claudia, they, I mean, I'll say it right now, they don't have matches on deck yet. We are really trying hard to get them, get them a new match because we feel like they deserve a better shot than what they've been given in this league so far. And they, they're, they're motivated. They want to play. They want to, you know, like be successful mm. in the league. It's a matter of like getting them a chance to showcase that. We're working very hard to make that happen. Even even in losses, both of them looked phenomenal last oh, year. Yeah. And I, with without coronavirus, I'm sure they would have ended up getting some of those like correction matches. Absolutely. And if they had Absolutely. gotten, they they could have easily been one and one and moving towards contention rather than just getting one match and not knowing where exactly. we're at yet. And, and after that black cinema match, like people people are really like. Put it, put in Cleover. So, I think hopefully we'll see her get a match there rather than later. Mm. And and I did remember the question, and we will we will end it on this question. Uh, going back to Dan's question, a follow up to his question about whether or not you were stalling on that final question. Um, how do you decide when you want to stall for for suspense? Like, I mean, I'm sure some sometimes you have to have some sort of thought process in your head, don't you? Like, I do, if, yeah. you know, I want to now, or I just want to get it over with, or how does that go down? It's honestly whether or not just, just like, if I, do, I, do I want to have fun? Just because I find, I find Stalin to be, to be kind of fun. Just because, yeah, just keep, just keep, just keep him hanging. Just like, like, oh, does he know it? Does he not? I'm like, and you know, it's a bit of a, it's not a bit of like a twist of knife moments when like you have the answer, but like, you're like, you're keep you're keeping me on the edge. Yeah. What <laughs> like I something I I thought about doing one time was like I, I'm like I'm like I'm like I know this I'm gonna let the time I'm gonna let the time run out like I'm gonna let the time run out just so you know that I know I'm not answering. That's great. Um, uh, again, thank you very much for your time today. Excellent, excellent match last night. Uh, corruption is out of the gate strong. Um, I have an alter ego named Jay Massacre, and he is a huge corruption fan. Um, I have a feeling he's going to be peeking his head out, especially maybe, uh, maybe here pretty soon. I don't know. I've got some 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 weird stuff going on up here with that. But uh, big corruption fan. Uh, thank you very much. Good luck in the upcoming season, and uh, love to have you on again sometime. Of course, of course. Thank you for having me. I'll, I'll definitely come back. And uh, yeah, you're all you're all gracious. Uh, appreciate appreciate the opportunity. You want to plug yes. something before you leave? Say what? You want to plug in something that? Oh yes, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, listen to my podcast, Talk By Chance. Our episode, we're in the middle of theme month. Our theme this month is The Hunger Games. We're dropping our episode of Catching Fire today. If it's not out already, it'll be out later this afternoon. Is that it? Excellent. Check that out, everyone. Chance Ellison from Corruption in the Schmodown. Thank you, sir. Have a great, great day. See you around. Um, and right now, everybody, we're going to do a really, really quick segment of hard questions before Saul gets in here. Uh, so what we're going to do now is we're going to boot Double D and Maple Dan the hell out of here. <laughs> and we're going to 
bring soda up on screen. Uh, and uh, he and I are just going to have a very quick discussion here. Um, now, my my original my original hard question for this was this week was, uh, uh, you know, does the does the countdown clock need to be on screen? Like, should it be on screen? Um, I have a specific reason why I think so. I asked Christian about it personally because I didn't want to make any assumption as uh, as to why it wasn't. I didn't want to assume that he didn't like it because I was misunderstood. I thought he was not in favor of it. He told me he actually is in favor of of having the the countdown clock on screen, uh, and that it, it's a uh, it's a graphics thing, which I don't know any more than that, and it's none of my business. Thank you very much. At least I know you know that that Christian is in favor of it too. So so I change it up a little bit. How important does it is it, or does it even matter whether or not the countdown clock is on the screen? Um, I say yes, and my main reason is for transparency, um, and this is not a knock on anyone, but I've done in the past shows where I've presented sound clips to show that it is true that sometimes the when the JTE rule is, is used, uh, the, the calls on that are not consistent, meaning someone, one match can say JTE, uh, and, and it's, it's accepted, and then in the next match, someone can say it sooner than the other person did before, and it's not accepted. Mm-hmm. So for, for that reason, for transparency, um, I'm hugely in favor of that. Uh, just kind of like a checks and balance thing for we fans uh, for the sport. What do you think, Soda? So, I mean, really, in, uh, when it comes down to it, like a lot of these things don't matter. But when it comes to the presentation of it, I really do, do think it does. And I'm going to use the example I used when we were discussing the original topic was the Royal Rumble. Uh, it is used as a tool so you can let fans know and competitors as well. Okay, coming up pretty damn quick, something is going to happen. So I think based on that sense, it is a needed tool. And uh, basically it's just to help. Yeah, you're right, to help with the consistency because I don't time it, but sometimes you can tell Oh, th- that – um, that amount of time allotted to this guy was a little bit longer than to this guy. So, yeah, I do think it is an essential tool that should be needed, and I think uh, it, it would help if it was on screen. Again, just so it alerts the fans that, okay, now we know something's coming up. Yeah. Um, and and another, another thing that I'd like to throw out there is uh, now in the countdown, Christian does say pins down, which kind yeah. of in a way represents zero. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I know this may come off as nitpicky. I personally feel that we need to hear the zero. I think we need to hear the full countdown. Anything said after the word zero is is not accepted. I know that's that's such a small shitty thing. Yeah. Like yeah, that that's something for me. Like for me issue of it. I'm just saying that's just something that I think. Yeah, for, for me that's that doesn't really matter because like you said, pens down is zero it's just like is it three two one go or is it three two go on one sort sort of idea it's just really it comes down to semantics more or yeah. less and i do understand your reasoning for it but i necessarily i don't think it is a nece- it's a necessary evil well, well uh that's how i feel about it that's how you feel about it uh actually we are still waiting on on the saul show to invade so uh we'll bring back up uh double d and maple dan here and get their opinions on hard questions from this week uh double d and maple dan what do you guys think about uh 
does it matter whether the countdown clock is on screen or not? I I think it is because it gives, like you said, it's a visual representation. Uh, it's nice for the fans uh, to see that actual countdown because there have been matches from like I'm talking like season four, season five, where I felt like it was kind of quick and then it was kind of long at some point. So it, I really felt like was it actually 15 seconds? So having it on screen is better because now we can actually see the countdown going down. Um, uh, and I know it's kind of tricky with doing it live matches, but obviously doing it for like what's been pre-recorded, you can put that 15 uh, second graphic up there, and it's just simple and it's easy and quick. Right on, um, Maple Dan. Not to cut you off on your answer on this, <laughs> but. Uh, all has arrived and what i'm going to do right now is i'm actually going to boot all of these people out right now uh all of these guys i'm going to kick them all out because uh saul uh, yeah oh saul like i said he might he might slap me around a little bit but i don't care because i'm old and he woke me up at what like what time was it, dude? You woke me up last night at like 10.30 at night. Shut up with your bullshit. I'm about to put you to sleep. Keep it up. I'm gonna, okay. The COVID thing's going to end soon, and everyone's going to have to answer for their actions. I don't forget shit like this. Okay, fair enough. Put fair me enough. back. To, what happened to Soda Pop Curtis? Where'd he go? Where's everybody else? What is this? Private? I, I, what is dude, the VIP room? I'm your favorite, so I get a, it's one-on-one time? Saul, dude, if you would read the texts, I said, like actually read them, you would you would have seen that I said that we're gonna do I'm gonna do a little one on one with you first. I hate that you just told people that you have my phone number so much that I'm seething right now. I cannot express to you. Stop telling people that. That's not cool for me. I got. How write. many times have I do do I ever call you? No. Do I, I ever bother you? A lot of people call me. A lot of people call me. A lot of people bother me. So I don't know. I don't keep. Am I one of them? I'm busy. I'm a busy guy. I have a life. Okay, dude. This I'm ain't even chicks. about slowdown anymore. What the? Uh, d- d- that's fine with me. Um. So so you have a problem with me giving uh, giving out the info that I have your phone number? You can. You said it again, asshole. I was kind of hoping people would hear this and think it was a joke, but now people know. Like, no, you said it again. It's probably true. Stop talking like that, all right? Isn't there some sort of match I'm supposed to uh, disown right now? That Dude, you're talking about? When, you agreed, when you agreed to stop replying to my text 12 hours later at 1 in the morning when I'm sleeping on a work night, then yes, perhaps, you, you know. You should we- be up researching my match, knowing every nuance and detail. You got a, you got a heavy hitter guest on, and you're sleeping on the job, you're telling me? That's a Brandon Hill type hitter guest just left, man. We, had, we just had Chance Ellison on. Yeah, what was the score of his match yesterday? Uh, he won two. What was the score, Mister Sleeping Sleeping on the Job? It's about winning, sleeping right? on the job. Jay it's about Wade. winning, right? Yeah, he won. Right? He won a great. He won a very good match. I watched. Uh, I watched every question. It was very. I was very yeah. interesting, but and you won a great match too. Uh, I, don't and, agree, and a, I don't agree with that assessment, but we'll talk about that. I suppose. Well, see, dude, I know. Uh, seriously, though, I know you're hard on yourself a lot, but but in all in all reality, man. Uh, myself and so many others, we just we saw proof for the second time that you are a future star in the Schmodown. Uh, I understand your heart on yourself. Uh, you know, you're the one who played the match. You know what you're capable of, and you have issues with 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 some of it. But, dude, I mean, from from we fans' standpoint, the vast majority of us just uh, we love you, man. We think you did a hell of a great job. That means a lot. Look, no bullshit aside, that means a lot. 
Look, you were the you were the you are the you are the alpha of the Saw show. You are the early adapter. You were the test group. You were the first guy to reach out. I remember uh, you couldn't even get a hold of me for all those because look, you're growing. I love how big you're getting. I watch. I'm paying attention. You're getting bigger every week. People are not talking about you. Everyone on my everyone on my faction now knows about you. Everyone knows. You keep getting there, man. You keep chugging, and I really do love that. I knew. You've got a special way of looking at this whole scenario that I really appreciate. I knew people would dig you. Just keep going, buddy. And I appreciate that you were first. You were the first guy in. For the people who, for your new fans, and there's many of them, uh, this motherfucker reached out to me back when, I wasn't even in the Schmodat. And um, a friend of mine had to tell me, a personal friend from around the way had to tell me, like, there's a guy on Facebook looking to interview you. And I thought you were like, I thought you wanted to goof on me or something. Like, I didn't believe it. Like, why, what, that seems like a bad idea. And I almost took the, I almost said yes to it just to see like what the, you know, like if someone's setting a trap for you, you know, right. you should respect them enough to spring the trap. Right. I, just, I, I, I thought, you, I thought you were crazy. And then, um, no, and, and here we are. This is, you are the, uh, you are, you are the beginning of the Saw show and all, all the, all the terrible things I'm about to say to you during the show, you should remember that I still love you. Well, I, I will, I will never forget that. And to be honest, most of the things that you will say about me are probably deserved. Um, I, I did have a, I did have something I wanted to talk to you about real quick before we bring the other guys in. Now, you and I have talked about the Schmodown for a while behind the scenes, and you know that I can I can find very small things to to pick on. Um, no shit. Yes, uh, and and I'm not I'm not picking on this one. I'm not making a bold statement about this one. I just I just want to ask you because I had my thoughts on it. Um, did you have any thoughts at all about Humphrey's pronunciation of Kira when no. he said Kira Knightley and he said Kiera? No, I don't. I don't have a. I don't have an issue with it. If I had an issue with it, I would have challenged it. Did you have any? Did anyone have a problem with the way I spelled Kira? <laughs> because I think because, you spelled it right. No, I don't think I did. I don't think I spelled anything right, and I don't give a shit. That's something <laughs> because you don't get extra points for spelling correctly in the Schmodown. You do get a point if you answer the question in the right amount of time. And I did nip a few vowels and consonants here and there and some words. And uh, I'm aware of this and I don't give a shit. I'm going to do it again. You try to write Jean-Claude Van Damme in five seconds. I dare you. Uh, And I mean, and like I said, I'm not going to harp on it, man. I just wanted to know your opinion on it. And now I I do. There's nothing wrong. There's no other actress named Kiara Knightley. He, he he knew the actress. It was Kira Knightley. He knew it. And uh, oh, now Peggy's my friend. Oh, hey, <laughs> um, very fair, very fair. Uh, before we bring the boys on, I have one last thing. Um, uh, I saw you on Let's Get Ready last night. Uh, Who else is here from my faction? I can't I can't see whatever you're seeing. Um, Thomas Harper is in there. The major. Um. Uh. Okay, uh, you were you were you were hot last night, and you were talking about. Uh, I'm hot uh, every day. What? No, you make me feel uncomfortable with that all the time. I'm all, oh, you mean hot like heated? Okay. No, I meant like sexy. Like I, I like I like specs appeal, man. I'm big into the specs appeal, and you got it. Um, I'm also part German and part Irish, so I'm a hairy bastard too. So I'm digging the the beard and hair. Fun fact: I'm not a hairy bastard. This is not indicative of the rest of it. Oh. Okay. We're getting personal on the Jcast network. Um no, but but actually I'm very excited next week we have uh we have baby heel Hannah coming on the show. I I've been wanting to talk to him for what? a very long time. What are you talking about? What do you mean? 
well, going to be I like a guest? I, I just wanted to know we've got him coming on next week. I was curious if, if maybe you had anything you'd like to say, and I will get his response to it next week. No, everything I got to say to Brandon Hanna, I'm going to say to him. Trust me. He'll know everything I want to express to this human. It will be expressed to him clearly and concisely. Trust me. I also think it's adorable. He's, he's, he's back to his whole bullshit on Twitter. He's playing games, spending hours looking for just the right gift. He's out there screwing around, talking shit about me. Eric Zipper is probably locked in Winston's basement right now, sparring with Don Dapani every day. They probably got the director's cut of Rasa Khan on a loop while Don Dapani's spitting trivia questions at Eric Zipper. Eric Zipper could beat him without that, and he's talking about me. So Brandon Hanna, yet again, showing me his hyper-focus. Brandon Hanna was talking about me in the lead-up to the Damon match, and we know how that ended. So this guy, he doesn't, have the, he doesn't have the mental discipline. He doesn't have the performance discipline to overcome these challenges. We've seen it time and time again with him. He's doing it right now. You go to his Twitter timeline. He's got some jerk-off t- gif about me. There you go. Do you know, again, Eric Zipper's not gifing me right now. Eric Zipper right now is getting ready to kill him. And that, that is, that's Brandon Hanna whistling through the graveyard yet again. And you know what? Brandon, you got to beat Eric or else they'll never let me kill you. So you need to start focusing. I'm going to start helping Brandon study. Maybe that's how we do this. Maybe I fly out there and I get into his, uh, his little studio apartment that he has there. And I just sit on his couch and I just start firing questions at him. He probably won't let me in the premises, though. So maybe I just start writing like Star Trek questions and taping them to rocks and just throwing them through his window. <laughs> I need this schmuck to win. Quit screwing around, Brandon. Um, actually, uh, we have Brandon Hanna on the line right now. Uh, baby heel, <laughs> dude, again, <laughs> the funniest, that's the funniest line that guy's ever had. Dude, he, uh, can we just have a conversation? <laughs> okay. I'm uh, sorry. I, I can't handle it. I have to cut him off once again. Without crying. I don't understand it, but next week, next week, uh, we, we he will be on the show like, uh, on camera on the show. Well, I'm sorry. Not- I'm sorry to hear but, that. We'll see how that goes. Fucking tragedy. Sorry. Uh, but let's go around the horn here. Uh, we'll start with Soda, work our way down to Double D, Maple Dan, back up to me. Uh, uh, let's let's get in a little bit of schmodown talk with Saul here. Soda, you got Soda, Double D, Maple Dan. Like, this This really, you guys, what are you, the outsiders? The fucking Coppola <laughs> Funny enough, that is kind of where I got the nickname. It, it started off as soda pop. Yeah, it started off as soda pop because of the amount of pop I drank on my first day of a job I had. And then, yeah, I just got trimmed down to soda, and it's wow. been like that ever since. Pop, you really <laughs> are Canadian, aren't you? Yes, yes, I am. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, stay golden, guys. Let's go with these questions. I got I got a place to be. Yeah, fair, fair point. Actually, if one of you guys uh, – I actually, my mind's blank on a question. If one of these other guys wants to take, uh, take it first. Yeah. Oh, soda! You put on the spot and you fold. I don't know. About well, to be, I don't know okay, about full the soda guy. Full disclosure: I'm actually a little intimidated by you. <laughs> yeah, well, you're so because of how real you are. Yeah, yeah well, exactly. I will have something hopefully. Well, we all wait with bated breath, soda pop. Look, life's <laughs> full of opportunities. Look at what? that, young man! Oh, oh, yeah, young man. Oh. That was that was two and a half years ago. That's what you get for waking me up at 1030 at night. I'm 42, yeah. dude. I'm freaking old. <laughs> yeah, but you're 42, but you look, you know, like 53 at least. Okay. <laughs> I, do have a, I do have a question because we know you're focusing on the IG and some of that. Has there ever been any discussion about you actually jumping into a singles division? 
no comment. Okay. <laughs> within within two seasons, you are definitely going to be in Star Wars. Maybe not next season, but the season after that, you will you will let be me, jumping in Star Wars. Let me, I know. let me explain. Let me learn you guys what's going on with Star Wars in the den. I was talking to Lacey Gillaran the other day on the phone. She gets another call. She's like, I got to go. I'm like, I'm a big deal. You should be talking to me. She's like, you are. I get it. But that was Favreau. I need to explain something to him. I go, okay, go ahead. Wrap that up. That's the type of level the den is bringing. I don't, I don't even know that Star Wars. I'm not even Jay. I know we've talked about that a lot with me and Star Wars, the desire it will always be there, but uh, the den is doing something very different this year with their, with their Star Wars. And uh, I'm telling you, these sparring sessions that I've been in with Lacey Gillard and Thomas Harper are frightening. And this is this is going to be there's, this is like, you know, next as a competitor and as a fan of the showdown, you know, next level competitors when you see them. You might not be able to explain what they do differently, but you know, a next level guy or girl when you see them. You can it's more like you can feel it than see it. And I'm, I'm and I am almost every day in my text box and Twitter on stream yards and sparring sessions. I get to see it all the time. I'm surrounded by elite level Schmodown competitors first who happen to play in star Wars. And it is, it is a lot of fun. And that star Wars division, if you thought that was something last year, you ain't seen shit. Wait till they unleash Gilleran and Harper. I, I, I can't wait for you guys to see it. Yeah. I'm looking, honestly, I'm looking forward to seeing all the rookies play, especially the ones that have all the hype around them. You got no idea. You have no, oh, I can't wait for you. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to see Lacey Gillian because, uh, like you, she's in my uh, draft. So she's in my uh, fantasy draft. So uh, thank you for giving me four points this week. Uh, and yeah, you're not is- giving me any points. No, <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that, point that came off really bad. I I, I can't yep. believe I said to Saul's face, hey, Shocking. thanks a lot for winning, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Shockingly, Jay Wade comes off poorly. To the surprise oh, of man, no one. No, dude. I, I, you were my next pick in the fantasy draft, and Double D down here swooped in and got you yeah. right. Before so, I so did. you, so you just admitted you fucked up. You said you had up pick initially, <laughs> and then it wasn't me. And then what happens is Double D takes an extra point because that's what Saul does. I am the negative zone for players. I'm taking all your points. I'm taking points you don't even have. That's what I'm up to this season. I'm taking points you don't have yet. In fact, well, it's coming. In fact, Harloff told me to look out for a FedEx. They're sending me the actual point that Coy would have had. I'm going to put it on the wall. Um, Before do it. It's going to be great. We got a stereo comment here. Let's see uh, what we've got going on. Hey, Saul. It's Dagan. How you doing? Hey, Dagan. Anyway, what's up? I just got to say, man, I've been a fan of yours since that first time you called into Collider Live. Yeah. Fully on board, signed up participant for the Saul show this season. And I think you're going to do great things, man. I think before the season is over, both Chandru and Brandon Hanna deserve a thrashing from you. You hear me? A fucking thrashing. Can't wait to see it, man. Oh, yeah. That, that dagger knows what's what. He's true. Yes, that's true. That dude has been – that's another early adapter. I know da- I know Dagan from his I, – I, I knew him for months and months. As, like that's, that's Rolling Stone's avatar. That's how I knew Dagan. That's so weird that like I literally just thought, oh Rolling Stone. I referred to me and another member of my team were talking about fans earlier this week, and we were talking about Dagan, and we were calling him Rolling Stones Avatar. That's how that's, weird this space is. I love Dagan. I appreciate the words, buddy. That's great. 
Um, hey, quick question, Saul. Uh, do you have a few minutes to stick around a little bit longer, run a little bit late, or uh, you got to get going? This is your thing. You always do this to me. It's always like, I'll catch you in another 10 minutes. Yeah, what do you, what do you got? Well, I, didn't, uh, I was just going to keep going around the horn here, let these guys uh, get, get, get something else in. Yeah, I know I've, I've got a question. got to be sitting on a good one. I've, I've got a question about, like, make it good, make probably, it good. Everyone's looking yeah. at you. You're probably playing Hannah or Zipper next. And after that, they're going to give you the loser of Damon and Barbarian. It's, it's almost definite. Uh, who do you think that's going to be? And how are you preparing for, like, those matches that are coming up? Like, you're, you're done playing with the rookies and the Hannahs of the world. You're, you're moving up. My preparation will be identical. You won't. It won't. I won't change my preparation for a uh, for a Craig Gaynor or or a Brandon Hanna or uh, an Amaru Moses. It doesn't matter who they throw at me next. My preparation will be identical to what it always is because my preparation is perfect. The um, so I had to. Uh, this was and this has been this has been tested lately, where I had to fundamentally alter it, and I still came in and got a win despite the fact I had to dramatically change my rigid schedule, I now have a much more flexible schedule and my preparation is, is, is what separates me from other competitors. Uh, I'm not, I'm not sure I'm the most talented trivia player in the league. I'm just, I'm, I'm just a fucking lunatic. I'm obsessed with getting better. And I do this to myself in real life all the time where I just find something I'm not good at. And I love it. I love being in that basement. And I love just figuring out plans and, and figuring out schemes to get out of the basement and stand on top of the roof. And that's what I'm doing with the Schmodown. I'm utterly obsessed with it. My preparation will be exactly the same for Craig, Alex, Damon, whoever you want to send to me. You're not going to – they don't – listen to me, God damn it. I'm not a peasant, Maple Dan. I don't play like a peasant like everyone else in this division seems to. I will show up like a knight on horseback and I will slay and decapitate whoever they put in front of me. And I will do that my way. No one will dictate to me how I prepare. Okay. I, don't I, I have a better question than the last one. Cause the last one was kind of a panic question. So what is there a difference in Kate's managerial style this year compared to last year, where it was her first season and she had Grace helping her? Is there a, a different approach with her, or is it the same? She's improved, and she's improved. The confidence that she knows how to do this now is now there. It's more apparent. Uh, she's clear. We have a, we have a, a where we have we have a much you know, and this was just something that time was going to give us was just a greater familiarity hmm. that we have with each other. We have a shorthand with each other that is is. That is Sterling, which is appropriate because I am the Sterling one. I am the one everyone wants to look at because I'm the shiny object. So that is perfect. Our communication is top notch. She can tell me things other people probably wouldn't be able to get away with. She says things to me on the reg that I'd probably smack somebody upside the head for even thinking. Damn. So that's that's an important person. I need those people in my life. And again, that win that win is a direct result of Kate Mulligan's managerial. She made an executive decision during my training camp for John Humphrey that saved that match for me. Right so on. Kate, it's just the familiarity and the communication is better. That's really it. She's still great. She's the greatest manager in the Schmodown. She does things better than any other manager does that people, again, shows like this don't even get to talk about. Hmm. Awesome. Right. Yeah. Big fan of Kate's here. You know that too. Yeah. Uh, 
she's great. She's also uh, always been very supportive and generous. Uh, so, um, it, it, we are going to wrap it up here. Saul, any final words uh, that you would like to go out with before we do wrap up? Maple Dan, give me another question. I don't like that. That last one wasn't your best. I know you got better questions <laughs> lying around. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do you What do you think of the introduction of uh, well, so many new categories, both. Like some of them were questions from previous years, but we've we've got a ton of new categories. Is that an edge for somebody like you, or is that what you're referring to when you say you had to expand and change your study regimen? No, my study regimen didn't expand, Maple. That I did have to alter it, but there was nothing. It wasn't. I didn't add anything more to the workload. It was how I processed the information had to change a little bit. Um, my, my accuracy, I think by accident, my accuracy probably jumped eight to 10 points because of these new questions. You're going to give me, uh, you know, I'm, I, I almost, I'm not going to tell you what, but it was, uh, if that was, you know, if you think adding these movies was some way in some way, shape or form going to temper a player like me, maybe slow me down, knock a few points off my points per average, you know, stat, you are misinformed. Um, I saw those new movies coming in. At first, it was a little overwhelming. It was like, you know what? I felt like I was just about to win a pie-eating contest, and then Harloff comes out with a chef's hat with more pies. <laughs> you know, that's... I ate a lot of pie here. I ate a lot of Lord of the Rings, Star Wars pie here. Now you're telling me, you know, T-800 pies on the way. But once, you know, that was the initial reaction for like a day or two, and then when I realized, like, I, I'm going to accidentally be better in this division, like, without having to try. Um, I grew up wallowing in the new movies. Like these are my movies. Um, I don't have, I'm not intimidated at all. I don't have a problem with this at all. I love the new movies. I love the new slices. The news, a lot of the new slices are just movies that were already there repackaged. Um, love it. We saw Spider-Man in my match. We saw, um, Planet of the, oh, Planet of the Apes. That was a singles match, but, um, we saw Spider-Man in my match we saw Batman in the, uh, the, when the rookies jerked the curtain there last week. And um, that, that to me is really, really exciting. And uh, I love the expansion. And uh, you won't hear a complaint out of me. Hell yeah. Uh, well, uh, thank you very much, Saul, for your time and for invading this show and, and making it the Saul show. I'm always happy to be on. Uh, <laughs> Instead of speaking of Schmodown, it's now speaking of Saul. <laughs> That's it. That's the best thing I heard on this whole interview. So what? what? Maple Dan no. redeemed himself like a phoenix, too. I love that question, Maple Dan. We're friends again. <laughs> uh, you, uh, do you want to let folks know where they can find you on the social media? Uh, Schmodown Saul on Twitter and Stereo. By the way, I've been quiet on Stereo because uh, of training. I'm in the middle of training camp right now for my next match, actually. I took a, I took a light week for various personal reasons, but um, I'm going to – listen, I'm going to be doing something. There's going to be an actual Saul show on stereo very soon. I have nice. to fit it into my schedule. Uh, continuing to terrorize the inner geekdom division is my top priority right now, and it has to be. And I'm sure that anybody who would probably listen to my Saul show on stereo probably understands and respects that. So I know you guys don't need uh, me to apologize for that. Saul show's coming soon. Follow me on stereo anyway. I just pop up from here to there. But um, when the uh, the storms clouds clear a little bit, I'll be more active on stereo. Saul, Saul, uh, Schmodown Saul on stereo and Twitter. I'm running around on Twitter. I'm going to start talking way more shit to people on Twitter, I think. So it's going to be a lot of fun for everybody involved. Excellent. 
Uh, Soda, our uh, our uh, guest producer, helping us out because yeah, away this week. Where can the where folks fuck, find? Yeah, where, where's where's Frank? Hang on, where's Frenchie? What what is he? Didn't he? What didn't he cancel to be on with me? He's uh, off yeah. Pop. He, he's yeah, yeah. Too man, he was intimidated. He's just intimidated by you. Yeah, y- y- honestly, I'm just listening to you talk, and it's like more and more. I'm convinced you're the rowdy rowdy piper of the schmodown. Don't throw rocks at somebody with a machine gun. I yeah. <laughs> appreciate that. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, but anyways, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at soda underscore the underscore Saxman. You can find me on Schmoes of the North, um, there weekly on our shows. You can also find me on the Media Sweaties Network uh, weekly on the various shows I'm on there as well. And I just want to throw out a special plug. Um, it just went live, but Mount Schmodown has now merged with us, and their shows will be on our channel. And their very first show under the Schmoes of the North banner is going is live right now. So once we're done here, if you just want to go uh, pop in and like and subscribe to that, uh, be much appreciated. Hey, do, do me a favor. If I got to play Don DePani this season, which is likely, I need Schmoes of the North to do work your magic yet again. Can you fucking do that? Can you? We will. We will do our there? damn best. And you guys are like the witches in Macbeth when it comes to Don DePani. I don't know what happened there. That me neither, awesome. but it, it just work. it kicked the door wide open, and we're we're Schmose grateful of the for more, it. Schmose of the North. Did more damage to Don DePonte than Brandon Hanna did in two matches. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> and it was uh, all all happy a happy accident. And uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, I can't listen to you guys talk about yourselves anymore. I I find it weird. So I'm out of here. Thanks for having me. Thanks, of course, see you later, Saul. Saul, uh, Double D. Uh, uh, where where can the folks find you at, man? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and on Sarah at Dan Dolinsky. Uh, simple as that. Uh, running the numbers for you can find me here on Saturdays running the numbers for the showdown. And I do want to also mention we do know we are well aware of the rule, the two rules on the rule book that involves uh, 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 Jay's hard question uh, question to solve, which completely makes it moot. So we are aware of that if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's on page 13. Go check it out. Yeah, it's like I said, I'm not going to make an issue of it. It's just you know, it just, yeah. it's, just it just, you know, uh, uh, Maple Dan, uh, go, go through your, uh, go through your, uh, what you, what call it? Yeah. yeah. Much, Log. much like soda, much like soda. You can find me on Schmoes of the North on our Facebook page, our YouTube page, all of those. And you can find my personal Twitter. I just threw it down here next to my head. It's Avengers underscore S O T N. That's Avengers with a little Canadian E H. And you can also find my uh, my own show on both Schmoes of the North and on various uh, podcasting platforms called The Best TV Show Podcast, where I sit down with a friend and guest to just talk about their favorite TV show. And we sit down for an hour to 90 minutes. We talk about themes, characters, all sorts of things. And then the second half is a deep dive discussion into one particular season of the show and why it speaks to them so much. Yeah. Uh, my release schedule has been a bit rough since my first episode, but I got my second one. I'm editing it as soon as we close this, and it'll be up as soon as it's ready as well. And I do want to throw a shout-out to his name for his podcast, because if you pay attention, it actually reveals what his favorite show is. <laughs> Indeed. And that can be found at the BTVS Pod on Twitter. Excellent. Uh, and y'all can find me on the Twitter at jwade1134. That is the letter J-W-A-D-E-1134. Uh, you can find me at that same handle on Stereo. Uh, also on the Twitter, uh, the Jcast Network. 
um, which uh, has this show on it currently now. Um, and we'll, uh, we'll start putting out, I'm going to start putting out Star Wars shows when Disney Plus starts releasing more Star Wars shows, starting with Bad Batch here in May. Uh, and a uh, big announcement coming. The I'm not going to say anything just yet, but there's another show that that will uh, that's going to be starting on Jcast Network. Uh, and also, you can find the Jcast Network on Stereo as well, where we broadcast this show live there simultaneously as we do on YouTube. And also, speaking Schmodown on Facebook, uh, if you're on the road or whatever, and you're a Facebook junkie, uh, you can catch the live streams there and clip outs or the full show after it is aired. Everyone, thank you very much on screen for your help. Thank everyone in the chat on YouTube for your support. Thank everyone on stereo for your support. We have Brandon Hanna coming up uh, this coming week. And the, the question is, will I do that to his face? You probably will. <laughs> we'll have to wait and find out. Uh, but yeah, uh, for now, everyone, thank you very much. Uh, enjoy this week of Schmodown content as it drops. Uh, big pay-per-view coming this week. And uh, yeah, until then, everyone be safe and have a great, great day. You want to hear something funny? The mic wasn't on that whole time. No way. Yeah, for real. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) So smooth.